as we reflect and reassess our habits at the start of the year, now could be a good time to check your manners. Now that may feel like a childish way to say it, but being well-mannered is a good practice, a great practice for adults as well. My next guest sees all, kind of all kinds of people in all sorts of situations and has noticed certain behaviors rise to the top. We asked Boyd Matheson, host of Inside Sources on KSL Radio, to compile a short list of things polite people do. Great to see you. Good to see you. And a few of these ideas came from none other than George Washington. <laughs> yeah, because we have to get a little history in there. Sure. It doesn't count. Sure. Uh, but really interesting, when George Washington was 14 years old, he actually took a blank book and he copied the 110 rules for civility. Mm. Uh, and there's some amazing ones in there and a lot of them even transfer right into today. What were you doing at 14? I wasn't Not doing that. that. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. All right, rule 73 from Washington's 110 <laughs> rules for civility says think before you speak. Now we hear that a lot. Why do you think that's so hard to do? Uh, I always say uh, speak in anger and you'll deliver the best speech you'll ever live to regret. <laughs> <laughs> and we've all done that with a spouse, with a boss, with yeah. a co-worker uh, and just learning to just slow things down just a little bit uh, the one thing that makes us human is we have that ability to choose our response mm -hmm. and too often we just react and react and react rather than being intentional mm -hmm. uh, and it makes all the difference it can diffuse those volatile situations it can help you get perspective when things are going a little sideways at home uh, but just learning to just stop and think just mm -hmm. pause just take a breath mm -hmm. count to three say green Christmas trees uh, do something <laughs> that's gonna make you smile and just rethink what you're thinking about so you'll change what you actually speak about I first learned this professionally I started out in public relations and I was fortunate enough to work for a group that it was in the it was in the rise of social media when people were spouting off yeah. left and right right you have to yeah. have an opinion you have to share it right now yeah and I was grateful to work for an organization that practiced what you just yeah. preached, like to pause, like to wait, like who says we have to have an answer now, an opinion now, yeah. who says, like just take a minute and it's always, it always serves you. Yeah, that's right. Going with a hot take usually leads to a hot result and often a hot mess. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, get that bumper sticker. He's a walking bumper sticker. Rule 18 from Washington says, read no letters, books or papers in company, but when there is a necessity for the doing of it, you must, you must ask leave. Okay. Isn't that awesome? Some jumbled <laughs> English there, but as we dissect, that basically means don't be rude and read in front of your guests. Yeah, exactly. So, so enter cell phones. Exactly. And it, it's so amazing to me that Washington was so prophetic. Uh, say, if you have to read a letter, if you have to read something out of a book or a, a correspondence that's come in, don't do that in front of someone else. And so if you're sitting at dinner with your spouse. Yeah. Don't be reading your cell phone. Don't right. be doom scrolling through your news feed. Or, or even if we're, you're just with a friend, you, you don't have to immediately do that. And if it is something that's important, then make a moment of it and say, you know what, can you give me just a second? I need to address this because I want to give you my full attention. Or I really want to I hear what that. you're saying. Yep. And so can you give me 30 seconds? I just need to address this. So address it, get rid of it and then come back so that you're intentional and you're fully focused. It's funny how the phone has become has become this inexcusable out. Like I don't have to preface why I'm picking up my phone, yeah. but if I'm sitting with you face to face and doing something else physical, I would yeah. tell you just like you just said. Yeah. I would call it out. That's right. And so call it out. Uh, yeah. And I think when you do call it out, it tells the other person that you value them and being in their presence more than you value whatever's happening on your phone or in the rest of your world. I and love that's that. A, that's a huge message. And it does sometimes take forced, I, I hate to use the word forced, but forced energy to commit to a conversation yeah. and to communicate at the level we want to. Mm -hmm. Do you find that's a habit that gets 
easier or do you think that's something we'll always have to be fighting against like phone versus real conversation? I think you, I think you get better at it yeah. because you because you learn to prioritize and you learn to exhale because one of the things mm -hmm. that our phones don't let us do is exhale because you're always tight, you're always clenched, yep. which always puts you in a defensive posture, uh, which even impacts the body language, the tone, the expressions that you're sharing with someone. You, you may have something because you know your phone's buzzing and you know it's an angry client or something. Yeah. And someone else is feeling that for no reason. Right, so, it translates. Yeah, so learning to step back and you get really good at just being still. It, mm -hmm. it is the, the skill we need for the 21st century. The exhale, I love that. All right, from George Washington to a man of equal caliber, <laughs> you have three rules of your own. First, restraint always works. Yeah, restraint, and it kind of goes back to think before you speak. Uh, just because you can say something doesn't mean you should say Amen. something. Uh, and this is actually when I learned from Bob Woodward uh, mm. of uh, Watergate fame. Uh, he learned that from his editor. He said, restraint always works. And just because you have a little bit of information doesn't mean you should be driving right through it. And so stepping back, and that goes right back to things like not judging. Mm -hmm. You know, the person that's in front of you at the checkout line who's being really slow or the person who cut you off on the freeway. Mm -hmm. uh, suspend judgment. Step back just a little bit. Just a little bit of restraint gives you a mile worth of perspective that can help you see a, an entire situation or a, an entire human being in a completely different light. You speak a lot about curiosity. I love the word you put in front of that, though. You want us to be radically curious. Radically curious. Uh, find out why does someone think that way? Yeah. Why is that their perspective? Why are they leaning into this? Why are they so you know, stuck on this particular issue? And be radically curious about that. Uh, I often call this the Wizard of Oz principle. Uh, you remember when they were off to see the wizard? It mm -hmm. was because, 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 because. Uh, so there's a whole lot of why questions questions in there, radical curiosity <laughs> of why, why? Because we're so content skimming across the surface of our conversations and our relationships yeah. that we don't ask those why questions to get just a little deeper into the conversation. And as two people who ask questions for a living, who, what, where, when, why, don't you think why is the most it's valuable by, question? By, by far the most valuable. And that second and third level why. Mm. So not just one level of why. Because, 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 because. because, because, because. Get a I like deeper. it. 30 seconds. Yeah. Stay with the question a little bit longer. Linger. Yeah, just linger with it. Uh, Einstein said he wasn't smarter than anyone else. He was just willing to stay with the question a little longer. Oh, I haven't heard that. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing better in a conversation than to slow down enough so the other person knows, I'm so interested in this. I want to stay with this. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm guilty of this at home all the time. Debbie will share something with me and I'll say, oh, great. And I'm on to the next Moving thing. Moving on. And I need to stop and engage in that and reflect a linger yeah. in that just a little bit longer. And when you do that, uh, all kinds of magic begins to happen. Here's to slower conversations in yeah. 2024. Thank you, yeah. Boyd. More, Thank from you. Boyd more, more from Boyd, one to three, every day on KSL News Radio.